Greetings. Welcome to the Whole Truth Broadcast with the Church of the Lord Jesus Christ of the Apostolic Faith. Apostle Anthony J. Patterson is the General Overseer. For more information, visit us online at theapostolicfaith.org or dial 610-583-2400 or write to P.O. Box 109, Darby, Pennsylvania, 19023 in the United States of America. to say I've started for the kingdom of God and now that it is in us I can't turn back I gave God my word I made a promise and I'm going to have to keep it for the word of the Lord said it is better not to make a vow than to make that vow and then to break it but today from my resting place, I come to be thankful. I'm thanking God for what it is because what it is is here to make me strong and it's trials. But I've come to this mile marker and I found it to be something that I don't like, but it's here to make me strong. The church is gonna to have to press through Many trying things, but one thing is we have overcome death itself. And since we've overcome death, anything else that press upon us is like a net on an elephant. It's just here to let us know we are still alive. But I'm so thankful in what God has done to and for the church that I can hear from your place that I'm going to tell you today if you have finished your labor well done understand my words if you have finished all of your labor I'm going to say well done but you better not breathe another breath if that's the case but if you have finished our hats off to you but for us who are still here Something is going to press us every day, but it's coming to strengthen us. And if we change the way we think on things, we will see that the things that God is doing to us is for our good. And it's not going to be nice. Chastening is not nice, but we're going to rejoice at it. Because I have to press until I finish my course. Simple words, but difficult because the flesh is going to press. When it does, you are going to have to press harder in the spirit and tell flesh, I don't walk in you. I walk in the spirit. 
And when you walk by the Spirit of God, it doesn't matter what men say or do. You walk in the Spirit. Because if you have finished and done everything you need to do, and your course is done, don't take another breath because you could lose. So I advise you to press toward the mark. And that's my message to you today is to press toward the mark of perfection. There is a landmark that is labeled perfection. And when you start out, you're looking to find that landmark somewhere along your travels. And many things, though you can see God's footprints, though you can hear God's words, you have to understand God put his paradise in the world. His paradise is on the earth. And the place that saints are dwelling is on the earth, but you are set apart from the world. And when you find this huge field, you only found it because it was hidden. And God opened your mind to hear you heard a call coming from behind, from behind some bushes. And that call was calling your name and you couldn't even find the door of how to get in, but you knew there was something on the other side of these hedges. And there was this call, and this voice drew you to somehow a door appeared. And the, the voice said to you, if you can repent, I'll open this door. If you can knock, I'll come in and sup with you. I'll open this door. And when you say, Lord, Please forgive the key to the door. You heard it. And walked in. Here is the paradise of God. And you say, I want to stay here. He said, you can purchase this entire field. You can't see nothing. All you do is hear a word say, repent and be baptized. And you walked in and there was some water. God himself baptized you unto his death and you rose walking in the newness of life understanding now there is something dead. Don't go to the graveyard to visit. Don't take a backhoe and dig it up. Let it stay where God has buried it. And in this new life you saw one pearl at the name of the God of heaven. And you start calling and you could feel that there was something about that name that gave you some power to keep coming after it and keep coming after it. And the call kept coming, but the door shut behind you that you knew the world could no longer hold you. You were now in God's paradise. And in that paradise, all of a sudden, the tree of life has appeared to you. 
And you knew if you could go, if he said, if you could touch and see that I am good, I would live and be in you forever and ever. You then began to press toward the center of the garden of paradise because you wanted whatever that voice was saying that he said, I'll give you a sign when you get to touch that tree. He said, if you can overcome, I will let you touch. And something in your heart and soul say, I can't see this God, but I can feel him. And I can feel him if he can guide my footsteps to wherever the center of that garden is, I'll stand there and I'll look at the fruit that it bears and say, oh, if I could but just touch. And now that I'm in this paradise, I see others have made it in and there's rejoicing going on everywhere. And I don't want the angels to come and tell me I am not ready. Because the voice said, if, if you're not ready, they're going to come and bind you hand and foot and cast you out. But I want to stay. And I have told the voice that have drawn me into this paradise. I can do all things. If you strengthen me, I can do all things. And at the name of God, I overcame and I touched of the tree that was in the midst of the paradise and the fruit was so sweet. The fruit was so delicate. My tongue could understand I was tasting of what God was what he did not allow first man Adam to touch. He waited until the quickening one to give me an opportunity to taste and see that God is good. I passed so many that were falling by the wayside but I kept telling our heavenly father you help me to stand. If you help me stand, when you come, I'll still be standing. And in the paradise, we made an agreement that I will work until the day is done. If you give me the strength to remain in this paradise. So he said, repent. Be baptized in my name. Receive my spirit and I will let you contend steadfastly for the mark of perfection. And everyone that's sitting and listening have had a press to make you come out of this paradise. Now that the Holy Ghost said we can touch the tree of life, the enemy saying don't touch. When we couldn't, he said, touch. Now that we can touch God, the enemy is saying, don't. 
You don't want the Holy Ghost. You don't need the Holy Ghost. What is the Holy Ghost? Nobody got the Holy Ghost. Everything now the enemy is going against. The thing that's going to give you the power to resist the devil because when the sons of God are gathered together, he's not anywhere but in the midst. But if the paradise that you heard about this gospel has drawn you to the worship house today, this would be the day to touch of God Almighty, taste him and see that he is good. So when the issues of the world come and try to take you out of God, you have something to make you stay. He has given you a vision of what it's going to be if you contend. He has given you what is necessary to stay in his bosom until you can rest from your labor. He has given you all that is necessary when you open your eyes. You will See God in peace. I ask you today, press toward the mark. There is a place of perfection somewhere in your heart and mind. You know where it is. You've been there. You've tasted it. You've seen God. They that are of God now have seen God. Your speech has changed. Your speech now testifies of how good God has been. And no matter what happens in the world, you are looking at landmarks that trailblazers have gone ahead of you. Christ Jesus, John was our first trailblazer. And John was like a comet that shot through the air and all of a sudden God caught him as Elijah, brought him back down and made him live a life to die. And here come Christ, coming behind him as a trailblazer. Follow me, and we have to follow Christ. There are many people, the mother here, that was the first to dress in the modest apostolic attire. It didn't feel good, but she did it for God's sake. And when others saw her walking in modesty, head covered as a woman, modest apparel, she walked proudly to say, they say, well, what church do you go to? I was out the other day exercising and the man heard people calling me bishop. He said, that's your name? All of a sudden, say, I don't really have a name anymore. All I hear is Bishop. I said, no, that's not my name. He said, why are they calling you Bishop? I said, for I am a Bishop. He said, oh, what's the name of the church? I said, the church of the, church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Of, I said, the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. He looked at me and said, hmm, that's it. Who else's name could be on it? He's the one that died. And I just let him go on. He said, how perfect is that? Wow, I said, it is. 
He wanted to know what I believed. Then he was going after what the faith was. What was the doctrine that I believed? And I believe everything the apostles preached, practiced, and what they did. He said, how perfect is that? It gave me a great privilege and honor to say Amen. that I'm a member of the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. So that is this garden. That is this paradise. It's all in him. Everything he's ever done, everything he ever will be, and what he is right now is in us. He said, now, beloved, now are ye my sons. And in Christ, there's neither male nor female. So he said, you're sons. Because Adam first was formed, made a living soul. God then put them out of the paradise and told you if you overcome, I'll let you come in. I'll let you touch the tree of life. I'll have a robe. I'll cover your nakedness. Whatever it is you need, I will supply. You came in. Who now can separate you from this kind of love? When the devil comes now and want to do just the opposite of what's necessary, all believers are coming together. And we're all walking together saying, I can strengthen you and you can strengthen me. And there is this man from Dallas that was talking to me on the internet and he said, uh, I need chapter and verse, Bible chapter and verse. Bishop Johnson said, get chapter Bible and Bible chapter and verse. I said, look, you're the one who's supposed to be something. You don't need me to teach you. I'm not telling you nothing. Go find it. Since you're an elder, deacon, or missionary, evangelist, or whatever you call yourself, I don't teach you. I teach them that want to be taught. Amen. So I told him something, and he said, that's not written. Because I said, I call everybody a brother. I ain't calling everybody a brother. The Bible don't say that. He didn't know what was written. So a day or so later, the Holy Ghost said, Send him the scripture. So I sent him the scripture to treat him as a brother. And I thought the young man would say, you know, Bishop Patterson, you were right. He flopped over that I ever sent it. He never commented on what I said to say, oh, you were right. We can't entreat everybody as a brother. Why can't we? The devil don't want everything to come together. The devil want everything divided. So what does he do? He pitched one against the other. But when you look in God's paradise, you see everything has come together. And if we're going to stay in this paradise, we're going to have to remain together. There are no railroad tracks in heaven that you're on one side and I'm on the other side. There are no mansions that are better than the other. So, what are we going to do to stay in this paradise? Because I'm tasting of God. And it is so good. I'm not giving this up for nothing. What would I exchange? This goodness of God that he called me out of darkness. Opened the door to this paradise. And he's going to shut me out? It's going to be some fighting going on. I ain't going to just walk out. 
And if they're going to bind me, they're going to have to catch me first. Because I intend to stay. I'll repent so quick. Why not? The paradise of God is the place that all humanity must come to. It's in your heart. It's in your mind. It's in your soul that you must find this place of God and hold on to it. And everything that press against it, you have to press toward the mark to be perfect. When your mind comes and tells you to do something contrary to what the word of the Lord said, you press not to do that. If the word of the Lord tells us to do a thing, do it. If it tells us to come together, do it. This is not something one man can do. This is not a thing that one woman can do. We all have to be workers together. Let's press toward the mark of perfection. And while you're pressing, while you're pressing, something is going to press against you. This is not going to be an easy walk. It wasn't meant to be. But as I told you earlier, drink. Because when you drink, think of the scripture that said, I can swallow this up in victory. So when you take that bitter cup and you drink of the Lord's cup and you swallow, think about what you are putting and swallowing and what it's going to do for you if you can get it to your belly. If the word of the Lord can come to your tongue and you can speak heavenly things, think about what happens when that gets down to your belly. It won't be contrary to God. It won't fight God. And when you see someone that said, I have repented, I went down in water in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of my sins. I received the Holy Ghost with the evidence of tongues. And you've done the same thing. What am I going to fight you for? Why am I going to come against you and we both in God's paradise? What's the fight about? The scripture says, without debating, without disputing, what do I have to fight when the word of the Lord says what it says? What is the fight? And the man said, oh, I can't believe so-and-so will run from a fight. What's a fight? Who can fight the word? It is what it is. It says what it says. What are we going to do? We're going to press toward the mark of perfection. That perfection is the love. That's the banner that's over us all. It is no requirement for me to fight you and we both in God. There is nowhere in the heavenly scriptures that believers were fighting one another. The only one that we lost was the devil himself, Judas. Anybody want to keep it? I don't. So he said, whatever you're going to do, go do it quickly. But it he was put out. We remained. And if we remained, now you got to press. 
Let's look at what's going to happen to you. This going to want to die. This going to want to give up. You can sit on the porch and say, you yeah, I don't feel so good. And the next five seconds, you up walking around saying, well, what happened to you? Oh, I'm in charge now. I feel good now. I'm in charge. Oh, I'm so sick. Oh, I better go lay down for a minute. And I said, Lord, I don't know whether she's joking or what, but let's pray this all is well. Oh. I said, can you make it? Oh, I can make it. Oh, I'm just going to lay down on the couch. I don't feel so good. Five minutes later, she coming out. I said, I thought you were sick. The Lord visited. <laughs> I called on the name of Jesus. Something happened that all this sickness was gone. It must have went from her to me. But I'm going to say it is well because this too shall pass. It passed within a moment when the mind went to Christ and what he could do, sickness <coughs> passed. But in the paradise, this flesh said, I don't belong there. And you said, I got to drag you until I get to the end of my course. I'm going to let you go when I get to the end of my course. So you drag this old flesh, and while you're in God's paradise, your spirit is so alive, and it is so pressing to be in the presence of God Almighty, but that flesh is saying, I don't want to be here. Can we go back? Can we go do? Can we? Can you got to say, but I want to stay here until I finish my course. The course today might be one thing and the course tomorrow might be another thing. So whatever it is today, finish it. Don't let that sun go down and you haven't finished the course. You haven't reconciled the day or the life or whatever it is you need to do to stay in the paradise of God. The scripture says now, let's press toward the mark of perfection. And once you have perfected yourself in one thing, realize if your breath continues, you're going to have to press tomorrow for that same mark. It might be in another realm, but you're going to have to press. In the paradise, in the kingdom, you notice all these little buzzwords. In Christ, in God, uh, in the kingdom, in the paradise, in the joy, in the blessing. In the glory, in the honor, all of these little buzzwords is the same. They mean the same thing. They're in the same place. 
All you have to do is touch God and everything is available to you. Some men of God say it's like a grocery store. And when you're in the grocery store, stay out of the middle aisles. That's all the junk. <laughs> Go on the perimeter. That's where all the live food and stuff is. It's only in the perimeter. As soon as you go up an aisle, you get cereal. Who made cereal? What plant you got that off of? All the stuff in the cans. Have you ever seen milk that lasts for months? Not refrigerated. That always got me. All in the middle aisle is junk. Potato chips. But if you go along the outside, all the fruits, the vegetables, all of the stuff that is good for you. Once you go in, you decide what you're going to buy and eat. When you come into God's paradise, you decide, are you going to live the life or not? But since you're in, you might as well. You've got a call to it. I ask you today to hold on to it. If you strive for the masteries to master something, strive lawfully. If you live by the precepts of God, when he put a precept on top of a precept, it won't bother you. Because when you go to jail and you don't done three or four things, all those precepts stack on top of each other to destroy you. But if you are innocent, you'll be like Christ. Hold your peace sometime. What happened to the Lord when he was being murdered by these folk? The church, by the way. What was happening to him? What was he talking about? Did he open his mouth? What was Job doing when all this stuff pressed on him? He was trying in the paradise of God. And he was doing so well, everything was taken. What did he do? Start yakking off at the mountain? Sat there quiet. Studying to be quiet. In this paradise, a soft voice will come and tell you, now it is time to speak. It is now time to encourage your own self Why you're here. The whole world is going on its way downward in a handbasket. And here you are held up in the arm of God, in the palm of God, on the right hand of God. All these buzzwords meaning the same thing, that God has you. He's taking you to a land flowing with milk and honey. Buzzwords, what are you going to do? He's going to leave it to you. Everybody hasn't heard the gospel. Everybody won't hear the gospel. Do you understand how blessed you are to have second Adam in you? Amen. That you could be in God's paradise. To understand that you have overcome the world and have received the most precious gift that's the, it makes you the wealthiest thing walking in the face of the earth. You have God in you. Do you understand how precious? And now you understand what you have 
Are you willing to give it to the enemy in exchange for nothing? He doesn't have anything that is equal to what you're going to give up. Here you have built a house and somebody come along and say, get out and throw you out and you are not going to fight for your house. Hear how precious the word of the Lord is that you're willing to throw it and put out a lie when you can easily tell the truth. What is your value? You put on the word of God that you know. It has caused all of us to be here today. The scripture asks now, what are you willing to give in exchange for that? Because when you get to the exchange market, if you're not going to get usury, if you're not going to get something that's more precious or have more talents, then why give up what you have? When this work started, it is not going to end until it has everything God is trying to collect, even in this city called Dallas. God is going to get everything out of Dallas he wants. And he can close it out when he finishes it. What you have to do is be thankful that you are counted in the number. Here is where your praise and your worship come from your core. That he did not leave you outside of the paradise. He brought you in with all of your issues and showed you landmark after landmark as he peeled off and his flesh said, let's go. You said, uh, I can't go. And the flesh said, I don't want to be here. And your spirit said, I need to be here. Because you can see the king sitting on the throne. You know he's there. You heard him. He's proved himself. He brought you out of darkness into the light. He moved you from illness to wellness. He's given you the things that you require. Everything that you've asked for God of God, he has done it. What has the enemy done? Compare what the enemy has done to you. And you're willing to tell a lie instead of the truth. Or you're willing to denounce God and hold on to something fleshly. You think that's a good exchange? The enemy has nothing. Why even have a conversation with him? But he can't give you nothing. He is only there to steal and to take. He has nothing to give you. And Christ is now saying, come. Come. I will come in and I will sup with you. What are we going to eat? You're going to eat manna from heaven and live. And what would you exchange? How can burning as long as God lasts be a good exchange for living with God eternal? What in this life can press and press all the good and sift it out when the Lord himself came and gave it to you? He opened the door. The song says, what more can my God do? He laid the foundation. 
He opened up the way. What more can he do now? All he asks us to do is press toward the mark. We can see it. Why can't we just go to it? But understand, this is my point to you today. The press is going to try to take out of you what God is trying to give you. And if you are not conscious, if you are not aware, you're going to give it up. When you understand, especially here in Dallas, that when someone's called God Almighty and say, can you come to Dallas? We need help. The Lord didn't wait. The Lord came to Dallas. The Lord came to Dallas and met you all and say, it is time now. It is time now to press towards the mark of perfection. You have the principles of the doctrine. You have how to repent. You have how to be baptized. But there was something. Said there is a way in God that I want to be. There's a way in God I want to know. I want to know the, the width, the height, the depth. I want to know all in him. And he came and selected you out of all of those who is. He would unstop. Because there are some is. They don't even want to hear. And you can tell them until you're blue in the face. Say, let me tell you what I've not just learned, but what I've seen. When I can tell a man, I can testify. I say, look, my work in Dallas, if you're from Dallas, he said, what have you done? I said, I just left, hallelujah to God. A young lady that was traveling for year after year, she could speak and she couldn't hear it. She could speak and she couldn't hear it. She was speaking, she couldn't hear it. She could feel it. I said, but she couldn't hear it. But I said, the Holy Ghost made me get up and go to her. And I said, it didn't take much, but it took just a touch. And the other day when I thought of just that touch, the Holy Ghost just sat on me and I began to just go in God and remember that moment. I said, if I do nothing else in my entire ministry, that alone would let me stay in the paradise because I knew I had no power to do that. I knew that that was God, the bishop of our souls. I knew that that was the apostleship that he had, that he gave to me only for her to get a touch. He said he didn't believe that. His ear. I said, when she spoke for three and a half days, he said, that's impossible. Well, let her testify. I started Sunday and I ended on Wednesday because the Holy Ghost sat on her. Because why? To make her understand I'm here to stay. Eyes open, ears popped open, tongue ready for the word barely ready to swallow up everything in victory. Bring it on. We'll drink the cups. We'll drink the bitter cups that life give us because in our belly it changes. 
where we get our nutrients from in the belly, it changed. And understand why Jesus said, if this cup doesn't pass, I will drink it. He was telling all of humanity, I can swallow up whatever you give to me. I can stay on this cross when I can bring legions of angels to get me down, but I will drink this cup. Look at all that you have pressed. Look at where the Lord has brought you as an individual to where you are in God right now from when you started out in 99. When you heard a testimony about the slice of a cake, where have you come from since the moment that your children said, I remember those people. Where are those people? Because they saw something even when my car was driving up Malcolm X Boulevard. Where have you been since? If you have not been in the paradise of God, I don't know what we've been feasting on. Because we've seen, we have heard, we have witnessed, we saw God manifest himself, show himself up in flesh and blood. If you are not in God's paradise, there is no God. And I know that there is a God. So if there is a God, he has drawn us into him. And he's been a true God and a true friend this entire time. I ask you to press. I'm trying to get a brother that want the Holy Ghost just press. If you can press, I don't care if you're 80 years old and you're ashamed, still under your breath. If you would just call on Jesus, I can guarantee you he'll walk by and you'll see the time, the day, and your name on a rock that you can stand on and say, this is the day that the Lord has set for me. But you got to call him. You got to call on the name that has all power. You cannot rely on that you heard Bishop Johnson preach and you didn't do what he said. You can't rely on that you read what Peter said and you didn't do what he said. This paradise is open for us. We walked in and God has been letting us feast on himself. And I'm glad. It is marvelous in my eyes. So I'm going to press toward the mark to perfect myself. And I know that there's going to be something that's going to press against it. But I'm willing to fight the fight of faith. I am willing to walk with every brother that want to walk with us because I want to walk with them. They are my brothers. We all came from God. And we need to be in God. What can separate us is not the question. It is who. Because the enemy is there to break us up. You go to the right, he's going to go this way. You go to the right, he's going to go this way. But if we both have a mind to live a holy and a righteous life, I don't look behind me for a reason. 
for you and I not to be together. God is in front of us. He's saying press toward the mark that's ahead of us. There's something ahead of us. The past is gone. The future is not yet. I have right now to say I'm going to press toward God. And God said the banner that he put over us is love. Now you all cannot say of a truth that Bishop Patterson didn't love Dallas. I don't care what they told me. I kept coming back. I don't care what they said against me. I kept coming back. And when men open their mouths and say the most vile things against me, I'm still back. Because I know my integrity. I know what God has done for me. And I'm here to save souls. I'm an angel that will fight until the hollow of your thigh is out of joint. Because I'm going to see if you're going to fight for me as I fight for you. No one in Dallas can say and it's the truth that Bishop Patterson has come here and lied. That Bishop Patterson didn't look out for everything that was in Dallas. He's gone everywhere that everybody that has gone out and he's called us all to come back. Nobody in Dallas cannot say he doesn't have the power to heal because it's your nieces and your cousin and the people you know that sat in his, hallelujah, sat in his presence and say, I'm dying. I'm dying. And he gets up from where he is and bring life. They cannot say that Bishop Patterson didn't come to Dallas and bring the truth of the gospel from Genesis to Revelation. They can't have that testimony about me because I'm the bishop that God sent. I am the apostle that God has sent. I'm in his state and that's why I'm in Dallas. Bishop Johnson started to work in Dallas and my God I'm here to finish it because there's some people here that want to be saved and I labor I don't care what people say about me they can blaspheme against me I can forgive but I'm going to bring Christ when I come I want you in this paradise I want to lead you around in this paradise. And so if your son is ill and you say, oh, thou man of God, we're God healing and something leap in you. And what you heard, you say, if I can believe within my own heart, I can bring this to pass. And you take your hand and you touch your son from the sole of his feet to the crown of his head. Where did you get such from? If it's not from God's paradise that your son is still here today, that you can look at him and say, Lord, bless him. Lord, keep him. Keep him. You're praying and praying and praying and praying. I know God is with you all. I've introduced you to him. I've turned your face to him. We're not playing here in Dallas. Everything that went out of us must come back unto me. 
Because I am from Christ. I am from what Christ did when he started here. And I came so that you could have joy and have it more abundantly. I'm here for a young man to hear me say, I'm going to be with Bishop Patterson. He said, will you have me? Oh, of course I will. I want God to know you and you to know God. This paradise is worth pressing for. So what the enemy going to do? Let him make a, a mess on the outside of us. But on the inside, we're going to rejoice. We're going to give God the glory. We're going to have something, love for one another that is unmeasurable by man. His labor cannot be in vain that he has labored in Dallas because there are souls that were given a promise here in Dallas that when she wake up, she needs to see that the Lord kept his promise to her. That all of her running in the worship house to saying these old bones, these old dry bones are going to live again. Even when her sight was dim, she took off and she would run and don't touch a soul. Did she get back to her seat say these old dry bones? are going to live again. Her last time in the worship house, she saw all the people of God coming together. And her question before she closed her eyes, she said, is the people of God still together? Are we back with headquarters? Is what she wants to know. Because she knows there is but one church. And there is but one God. And Jesus Christ is he. We didn't come to Dallas in vain because God started opening up the paradise, unlocking doors. Hallelujah to God. <laughs> you look at your daughter and say, oh, daughter, okay, calm yourself down. Say, I can't calm myself down. The Holy Ghost has set on me. Hallelujah. What am I to do? I want the Lord to rest here as long as he can rest. His labor is finished. I cannot rest. I cannot stop. My course hasn't come to a close yet. But if the Holy Ghost want to rest on me, it can. But I'm going to sit in this paradise and I'm going to take this moment as long as I can. Because I don't know what is going to press tomorrow. But when someone can say, I can come to the church of the Lord Jesus Christ now and my past is not ahead of me and my past is not what they're talking about. It's somebody telling me that God has something in store for me, even me. He can clean up even me, that he can do it for me. He can do it for anybody. But making my past just that dead, now I can live. I can be thankful that God did not leave me out there. He brought me into the paradise. Welcome to the paradise. If you have an ear, then the Holy Ghost has opened it for you to say, I'm in God's paradise. I'm in here to stay. And as I seek the whole world over, 
for them that were once in here but got drawn out by men and their own mind and their own hearts. I pray that God unstop their ears. They can say that's the truth. As a man in a husky, North Carolina, listened to Bishop Johnson and Bishop Shelton and knew it was the truth, he would go to Wilson to try to find the church to be baptized. He just couldn't find it. He heard Omega and said, that ain't it. And the Lord blessed us to take over a broadcast and played one message. He heard it. He said, that's it. Amen. Called. We drove from Florida to a husky, North Carolina, to baptize that soul in some muddy water. We got there. He was ready on his porch in his baptismal clothes to go down in water all those years that he had waited just for the baptism. Amen. He got it when the church heard the Lord then sent us to, to give that come on into the paradise. This paradise is for everybody. If you've gone astray, you've got to come back. If you've never been here, you've got to come. If you've been in here and you ain't doing much, it's time to do something. You're rejoicing. I'm going to show you that you're going to hear when you're changed. When this corruptible has put on incorruptible, somebody's going to be saying, thank you. When you see that God himself is sitting on a throne and he's looking at you and you have been changed like that and you're standing before him in peace, Hallelujah is going to come from you because that means that lamb has taken away all my sins. The only thing that's going to change is your housing. Your speech is not going to change. That's going to be the speech when you're looking at your maker, when you're so thankful, when you have the knowledge that there are people burning in hell as long as God lasts. They got a body that will not be burned up, but it can feel the heat forever and ever. Why? They made a wrong exchange. They left the word. They left the church. They left the people of God. They didn't look after the things of God. But for you who continue and to who overcometh you have a name that you're going to know. You and God. He has a role. He said your nakedness I'll cover. Think about what Adam and Eve did while their nakedness. They covered themselves. But God said I'll cover you. I'll, hallelujah. He said, though your sins be red like crimson, don't worry about it. I have a white robe. I'm going to cover up everything that is wrong. If you leave it to him, welcome to the paradise. This is the place where wrong is made right. This is the place where those things crooked are made straight. Press toward the mark. 
press to be perfected. Because you're going to be so glad that you did. The word of the Lord is not going to diminish. It's going to hold its stand. I don't care what you think. I don't care what you say. Whatever God has said is not going to change. I don't care how much you say, how much you do. When you meet God, it's going to be about what he said. And I can't change it. Nobody can change it. It's the word of God. Welcome to God's paradise. Here, he has left you behind the edges. You found the door to this beautiful God. Go in. There's a well there that has living waters. There's bread. There's everything that you will ever need in this paradise. Stay here. Whatever God has given you, be thankful. What you don't have, don't worry about it. Whatever press against you, press harder against it to perfect yourself. Stay faithful. This coming to Dallas is not in vain. This was Christ Jesus, your Lord. He's come to bring you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Welcome to the light of God. Welcome to the knowledge of God. Welcome to the mind of God. Welcome to all of his thoughts. He had a thought about you that he said, I'm going to have peace with you. Have peace with God. I am grateful. I am thankful for this opportunity to be here in Dallas with you to let you know your running cannot be in vain. Why? I'm walking with you. And everything that God put in my basket, I'm going to give it back to God. To our Facebook family, thank you all for tuning in. I'm going to say peace be unto all of you. Thank you for listening to the Whole Truth Gospel broadcast of the Church of the Lord Jesus Christ of the Apostolic Faith. To stay up to date with the current events of the Church of the Lord Jesus Christ of the Apostolic Faith, be sure to visit our website at www.theapostolicfaith.org. Dial 610-583-2400 or write to us at P.O. Box 109, Darby, Pennsylvania, 19023 in the United States of America. Gracias por escuchar al programa Toda Verdad. Iglesia del Señor Jesucristo de la Fe Apostólica. Ven con nosotros porque te haremos bien. Nos pueden visitar en la página web www.theapostolicfaith.org. Merci de avoir écouté la misión de radio de la Iglesia del Señor Jesucristo de la Fe Apostólica. Venez avec nous, nous vous ferons du bien. Pour plus d'informations, visitez le site www.lafoiapostolique.org Děkuji za poslouchání našeho rádia v pravdě Pana Ježíše Krista o apoštolské víře. Více informací naleznete na adrese theapostolicfaith.org If you are listening to this broadcast during the day, then have a good day. If you are listening to this broadcast during the evening hours, have a good night.